Lost Boys Cypher Circle is back in session. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Y'all know what it is. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you right now. So listen up. This is home of all things artistic. You got a song, a poem, a story, um, some artwork you drew, or just a conversation you want to have. This is the place to come get your thoughts and your feelings heard. Uh, if you want to come on the show, please hit me up um, on Facebook at Dylan Lawler or um, on Gmail at LostBoy420X at gmail.com. That's LostBoy420X at gmail.com. And um, I'll try to schedule to get you on the show. Um, as always, guys, before we get started, I want to take a second to take talk about mental health. As I always say, this is our weekly therapy session. This is the place to come get your anger and your aggression and your sadness and whatever it else you, is you got going on out. Um, so I'm thankful that I'm able to have this platform for people to be able to do that and people to be able to watch and connect with others. Um, so first of all, uh, I just want to say, keep your head up. Um, there have been time, bed, no, sorry. There have been bad times before there will be bad times again, but you will get through them because you've gotten through them before. And I just want everyone to know that. And I want everyone to know that there is always someone to talk to, whether you think there is or not a friend, a colleague, a coworker, you can call me. I'll talk to you. Pretty much anybody who's been on the show will probably talk to you. They're great people to talk to. Um, you can also text 988. Um, it's a lifeline crisis that has um, counselors on hand at, at the phone ready to go. Um, or you can go to their um, website, lifelinecrisis.com, and find a bunch of other resources as well as the, I believe, the area codes for like your specific state. Um, so, uh, And there's also... Another website you can visit, betterhelp.com. Um, they will hook you up with a therapist in like 48 hours, I think. Um, and if you don't like the therapist that they hook you up with, they'll switch it out right away and get you a new one until you find somebody you can vibe with. Uh, Therapy is expensive. This is one of the cheapest options out there. So I hope some people can find um, some help out there. And piggybacking off of our mental health conversation, I just want to say there are some triggering things on this show. So I want to give a trick quick. Yeah, I always mess up. That's a freaking tongue twister for me. Quick trigger warning um, for anyone out there uh, because we do talk about sensitive topics on here. And if there's anything, absolutely anything that bothers you, nobody will be offended if you click out and stop watching. Um, we understand that things can be triggering from time to time and you never know what's going to trigger you from day to day or what, some things might trigger you yesterday it didn't trigger you today or whatever. So I just, I hope nothing triggers you too badly and we can have a good night. But again, nobody will be offended if uh, that is the case. So uh, moving on, we're going to bring up our first artist. Um, he's only been on one time before, but he's already one of our favorites. Um, or at least one of my favorites, man. I, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I was, I was loving his vibe last time he came on. Uh, his name is Messiah, or that Psy guy. Uh, he's a poet and rapper. Y'all can follow him on Instagram or Facebook at Messiah. That's um, M-E-S-S space I-A-H. Uh, or on TikTok at Psy uh, and the Sandman. That's Psy underscore and underscore the underscore Sandman. Um, and he also has a SoundCloud. You can check out a couple of his songs. Um, and that's Sci-Fi spelled S I uh dash fi uh so yeah let's uh play a slider and get him up here sanity beckoning reluctant to heed the call eventual surrender opening of the vote 
comforted by familiarity, head down the neural path, catching up quickly, trailing close behind as a hunter of the road, a panic attack. Gasp for air without changing my pace, not a single expression washes over the face. Despite my blank expression, it seems as if they know. Paranoia seats in the mind, covers been blown. Does one retreat, run and hide? Or do you stand and fight until the moment you die? Confusion races, leaving my mind displaced. If I wore your shoes, shared your tastes, matched your glare, would you recognize your face? Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing... Eh. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm a little frustrated at the moment, but I'm still here, and I'm ready to perform, and I'm ready to continue to connect with like-minded individuals and have a good time. Fuck yeah, man. It's it, Like I said, it is okay to not be okay. It's That is perfectly okay. Like, you don't always, someone asks you, you know, how you doing? It doesn't always have to be, oh, I'm good, you know, because most, most of the time that's a lie. Most of the time that is a lie, and we just, like, we put on a happy face. It, it's okay to not be okay, but thank you for coming on here and uh, at least being ready to engage in our therapy session for the week. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, you, like I said, you've only been on once before, but you're already one of my favorites, dude. Like, you are an official, an official lost boy, part of the family. Like, thank you so much for coming back on. Um, thank you very much. For those of us who don't know you though, you want to um, talk a little bit about yourself um, and what got you started? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm that guy, side. That's my performance name. Um, sci-fi for my SoundCloud is just what is eventually going to be my production company, which is the, the long-term dream, you know, I, I look to connect with people through my music and I'm not looking for material gain or anything like that. I'm just looking to share a moment with people and connect because I, I feel incredibly lonely in my day-to-day -day life with my experience of bipolar type one and borderline personality disorder. It's an extremely strenuous experience and I just, this is my therapy and I love people as much as I fucking hate them. <laughs> I, I yeah you you literally that it's you can't you can't live with people and you can't live without them either because as much, as they, drive, as much as they drive you insane they are our sanity and our our grounding and our like our grounding rock you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. I definitely feel you I definitely feel you bro well thank you for coming like I said thank you for coming on here and um at least you know being ready to engage in our therapy session, no matter what's going on in your, in your life. And, yeah. you know, that's, and that's please pray for me y'all that my phone doesn't die. That's so my material does not cut out because <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah. to perform the song and I'm at 1%. I don't have a charger and it fucking sucks. All right. <laughs> let's just, let's get right into it then, man. Uh, what's this piece going to be called? All right. So I'm going to take a second, pull up this uh, beat. This so I can stay on point. This is called Wasteland. Thank you. 
Yeah, uh, chilling out here in the wasteland. Third world civilization wearing a Gucci belt around his waistband. Goddamn, irreversible. It's gotta be convertible. But unfortunately, it's a transam. Durable, stubborn as an old mule. Track the Wild West on a noble steed. The very best, yes, indeed. The vehicle is me. Fueling my chest, I plant the seed. Water dreams. Nightfall, shadows talk, tell tales of dead men long gone. Walkers wait for the sun to come. Sun rises, battle commences with defenses ready. General Senses. We've lost our senses already. Wreck this land, acting senseless, acting foolish, acting reckless. You can bet this is high noon. Stand off feeling breathless. Battle on me, you can tell God when I send you, I have this message. Words are my weapons. I'll never drop a fuck around, find out. It's my leverage against you and the devil in the scrimmage. I fight for middle ground, so tell the devil too when you get this that you're both clowns. If you come for my soul, both of you can get it. Yeah, most devilish of devils, holiest of holies. Turn your weapons into my ammo, my equipment, holy guacamole, salsa, and dipping sauce. I'm a boss, got the hot sauce. Can't stop till I drop the world's ops Show the people the world is not what it seems This thing we call reality is just a dream Created by we, the people Never equal, cause we judge others Instead of face our own evils The good, the bad, and the indifferent Yeah I try to be indifferent Yeah Uh Got my six shooters loaded, cocked, and ready. Coming out on top in this nightmare, just like Freddy. You ain't ready for the thoughts I have. Shit is heavy, the kind of beast that makes men unsteady. You can't grasp the fact that I'm so mad. It's like I need to wear a cap that says I'm official in the crazy club. I'm the captain. Why are y'all laughing? Wrong fucking reaction. Start reacting. Bad shit. Cut your face off, then we'll be matching. Horror movie action. Texas written off with magic. Static madness. Trending nowadays, traumatic. Living this way, you know what they say. No pain, no gain. Going on your merry way, except this fuck you life isn't fair to your face just a taste of what happens in the waste so from now on let's be clear let me bend your ears steer you in the right direction away from fear right destiny walk the mojave carpe diem seize the day that's what them dead poets say these words resonate in my brain in a way i take action life i change by thinking i refrain fear and hate i refrain retrain my mainframe update status i'm great feeling like today is the day every day is the day because i make progress every single way so i so I, I seize the day, seize the moment Instead of going through the motions, being stoic Static flowing in a world full of fear Be heroic, speak it clear like a poet Don't blow it, know that now is your moment Be present, be here Yeah, be present Be with me y'all Yeah, be present Being different yeah, uh, yeah, be present The things that got you stressed and second-guessing Morals when the body is dissected Good and evil, both in our essence One of the harshest lessons in seconds Things change rapidly Depression, rapid progression Got your backward stepping into the hurt On yourself, place a curse Shun everyone at war with the earth Look at the dirt The dust bunnies gather round Vultures squawk and chirp on the ground Scraps for the scavengers Dodge bad vibes a challenger Counter with a death punch Five fingers Bad company is what they call me Not funny, monster Side is not good or bad, just funny. Like the man, run me two Irish brothers, start gunning mob man for our holy father, vigilante Batman's cousin. Young, I am some young badass out here in the wasteland. Y'all can call me Mick Lovin' for the way I'm super bad. Giga Chad with them stats, crazy and disciplined. I'm the Batman who laughs, lyrically strapped, noxious like gas. At high noon, if you want trouble, pop a cap in your ass. Rule number two of Zombie Land, hit you with the double tap, fast sleight of hand. Rule one, fast way, move. 
move I cardio Way I'm running laps, I'm a criminal, I'm smooth Break physics with the way I move Fuck gravity, moonwalk, don't need to be on the moon Don't need to be a foot to wear the shoe, cause I fit Don't need to be the bomb to breathe the boom, bitch Cause I am the bomb, bitch Fucked up a little bit, but oh shit, oh well It's all just show and tell God damn God <laughs> Damn, bro. Holy motherfucking shit, dude. Yo, that was, I gotta tell you, that was definitely not what I was expecting, but yo, you came in here and lit that shit on fire, bro. Yo, you weren't on that shit last week. The shit you did last week was something dope, but you were not like, that was some like straight, like, that had some 90s vibes to it. Like, that was like some Nas type shit. Yo, that was dope. And like, all the all the little references to like movies and pop culture and all that shit like I I love that shit like that when when, when a rapper uh, into their song or 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 an artist can put that into their thing yeah dude that that resonates with me bro that that shit was dope. That Thank was you, man. And I fucked up a little bit, but fuck, I'm just glad I got to do it. I was not yo, I was not expecting that shit. That blew me away. For real, yo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring uh, I'm gonna bring our other artists up here. See what they thought about it. Good job. Like- I think you did amazing. Oh my god, that was yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready Thank for you. that one, Dylan. I was not at all. Thank. Oh, right. take that, it that a lot out of me. That is exactly how you let your pen leak. That's dope. That was dope. Yeah, you can see the vein popping out of my voice. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't just like, it wasn't just the performance. It was like the fucking passion you were giving it. Like you mm-hmm. were like putting everything in that, dude. I love that. Man. Like that, that shit is for it like I'm not one for religion really, but if I had to pick, I guess really two, I'd say that I'm an omnist. I believe that there's truth in all religions and everything, every experience that exists. You know, that there's way too much judgment and overthinking and separation. Like all religion ultimately rec- recognizes the same thing that there is a higher universal power. And I'm also a human humanist. I, I believe in human condition and culture and. I just, I have a passion for all of humanity and the world, and I really, I, it feels like I need to do something about it, because it eats me alive, this fucking human trafficking ring that's led by this, these fucking corporate elite pedophile fucking vampire baby eating feet, whatever the fuck they're doing, these fucking crazy fucks that we keep in office, not seeing the, the division in our politics when we could all just come together on the ideas that we agree with and fucking put it into place, or kill fucking pedophiles and castrate them because we fucking put dogs down when they hurt children, when they bite people, we should be doing the same same thing with fucking pedophiles and we got to be re-educating racists and if we fucking they can't be re-educated then fucking kill them we need i'm a eugenics all the goddamn way we need to be fucking killing people because we're the apex predator and no one keeps us in check but us so we need to get rid of the fucking weakest links the genetic trash okay (sighs) god damn bro well well said well spoken (laughs) You guys, that is rage 
focused like that is focused rage and that is, that is like i said that's what that shit's for like you got to take that rage you got to focus it in the right direction yeah like, no i i got i got to do something i got to connect with people and we we all got to do something cuz we all have a part to play in this just be, because we we've been conditioned to believe that we don't have the power to do so but we do we are all responsible for the suffering of our fellow man and we can do more and right. fuck, if I can't do that, I'm just gonna go head hunting on my own, killing these fucking pedophiles and racists, and then they'll make a documentary <laughs> and I'll fucking explain this shit. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski was on to something. He just went about it the wrong way. The Unabomber, he was on to something. <laughs> well, hey, you said it. And I mean, you came on here, you came on and said here on here and said it, so I didn't have to, but thank you. Yeah, and, and this will sound fucked up too. I mean, Hitler had the right idea, wrong focus. The Jews are perfectly fine. We need to be killing pedophiles, racists, and the corporate elite. <laughs> there's only, there's only he one, was just fucking delusional. There's, there's only one pill, true evil, and it's about that big. And, it's made. Of, it's made. Out and of it, it's time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very passionate about the world. Thank you. And yeah, speaking of something, <sighs> focusing your rage, that you know. Yeah, and I'd like to see someone try to cancel me. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I'ma speak my truth and I'ma speak loudly. I don't give a fuck. Come kill me, fucking government pigs. Come fucking come for my family. Torture me. I fucking dare you. You only prove my point and get that bad karma on yourself. I'm not fucking scared. Goddamn. Fuck right. you, Tell fucking him, pedophile motherfuckers. Fuck you, racists. And fuck you, corporate elite. Suck my fucking asshole. Well, that has been a public service announcement, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. Don't forget it. Play it back many times. You can, this will be on YouTube. You can rewind it as many times as you want. Listen to this man's words. And uh, we will... <laughs> him again in a few more minutes uh for his second piece and thank you guys so much for holding space and much love thank you Absolutely. <laughs> all right guys that was um unexpected but fantastic and i love that he has such this dual energy with him where he can come on last week and be just the chillest most relaxed, fucking, you know, whatever. And then he comes on and he's like, this week and he's like, listen, motherfuckers, I got to tell you something. Like, I love that about him. That's, that's like what, why he's one of my fucking favorites already, dude. Hell yeah. Um, this next artist, um, her name is Melanie Marie. She's a poet. She's a certified counselor and, um, or mental health and youth counselor. Um, she's also a counselor at a um, placement um, slash group home for troubled teen boys. I was one of those troubled teen boys at one point, and I can't even begin to say how much she helped me through and the things in my life that she helped me through, and I can't even begin to repay her for that. So this is me beginning to try to repay her for that by bringing her on the show. I've wanted to have her on since the very, very beginning. She's also an amazing, amazing poet. Um, so I'm going to play her flyer and get her up here. While you were out collecting all those hearts, I was at home wishing on stars that you would love me just a little like I loved you. 
and all it takes is an on this day memory to pop up with your photo and it takes me back to a place I don't want to remember because remembering hurts and hurts turns to anger. And as I delete the last photo of you, me, and the boys, I immediately want to keep my deleted photos folder for just in case. But then I remember letting go requires not hanging on. I deleted your photos today, and I'm not sure why, because every photo, every trip, every kiss, and every moment is burned in my mind like a 90s CD of favorite songs that's sitting in the back of your car for a trip where the service is dead and you need some tunes. And then the reality sank in. No matter what I do, I will not be able to escape you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, real quick, I forgot to mention, um, everybody can go follow you on Facebook at Melanie Marie or on TikTok and Instagram at um, watch, uh, watch Melly Melt, watch dot Melly dot Melt. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I, I forgot that part of your intro, but I just want to get that out there. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for coming on. Like I said, I've been wanting to have you like since the beginning of the fucking show. I always like push it off because I'm so nervous because I never perform my poems, but I have to get through this comfort zone because it really is something that I want to do. And I have a passion to share my writing with the world. So like I have to get over this hump to do that. And like I, every single day of my life, right. I teach the boys that I work with to like drop your fear and face everything and go head on. So I'm like kind mm -hmm. of a hypocrite not to do that myself. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I've been, and, I've been thinking that. I've been thinking that this whole time. I mean, I gave you time. I gave you your space. But I've been thinking that this whole time. I was like, you know, I remember a lady who once told me that I had to face my fears and get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. You should have slapped that back at me. And I would have been like, damn, like he's right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I wanted to give you your time. and mm -hmm. But I, I also tell everybody this, like, breaking out of your comfort zone in whatever field of life it is, whether it's at work or, or doing something new performance wise or whatever is if you're an artist that is going to enhance your, your writing or whatever your, your artwork is for some reason. And I don't know if it's just with me um, or uh, there's a few others that I've talked to who share this experience is when we break out of our comfort zone, we kind of become new people in a way and are able to just, talk about a lot more things and we and and since i've been doing the show and my comfort zone has opened up on camera and performing and talking to people and everything my writing has gotten more complex more frequent and and i think that breaking out of your comfort zone will do the same for you definitely i'm excited so, thank you for starting your journey here um do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself um, my name, as Dylan said, is Melanie Marie. I do work in a group home for teenage boys, some troubled, some who don't have homes and who kind of have been like pulled from their homes for abuse and neglect. And um, in my first poem, I kind of touch base on that 
a little bit because I see the other side of a lot of things. Um, I've been writing since as long as I can remember, and it's been like an escape for me as well. Um, what a lot of people don't know is what pushed me to go in the direction of working where I work is that I suffered from significant anxiety and social anxiety and then significant depression for a big chunk of my 20s. Um, it took a lot to get me out and like there was times where I like literally just locked myself in my room and did nothing. Like it was, it was really bad, but writing has always been my escape. And, um, you know, like I don't, I struggle with writing about like the good stuff and the happy feelings. It's like, because it's been my way of managing like the sad stuff. So most of my poems are like really deep in the sadder side of things. Um, the second poem I'm going to share is a little bit of my awakening of recognizing like, you know, like you got to love yourself to do anything in life. So. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that about yourself. And um, this first piece you have that touches on, um, you said um, kind of the the darker side of um, the group home situation. Mm -hmm. um, what is it called? The poem is called The Other Side. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to drop myself out of here and uh, we'll, we'll hear it. The Other Side. Torn on what's right and wrong, your belief is that strong. Funny how you can sit behind a law ready to sign it away when you're only concerned about one part of Roe versus Wade. This is an umbrella law which protects many other things, but instead we focus on the part that truly stings. And instead of solutions to help mothers-to-be, we'd rather than bring children into a world these children didn't ask to see. How about we focus on what really matters, like kids being born into situations of abusive patterns, the ones being sexually sold so mama can get her fix, the ones being brutally beaten and sold for sex before even turning six. And how about the kids starving daily? What's the matter? You don't like hearing what I'm saying? If you think anti-abortion is the answer, then be prepared for a crisis with larger casualties than cancer, because this system's already overloaded with kids who don't have homes and children as young as months old are being left alone just so single mothers and fathers can keep their homes. But this is pro-life, pro right? Being born into being abused day and night. And if pro-life for a person to be for, and if, and it's pro-life for a person to be forced to bear child. Where are you to help when the chins and neglect charges are being filed? Are you opening your homes to help take in all these kids being born to parents who don't give two shits about the, if the child lives? Look little Johnny in the eyes and tell him he deserved to be born in a home that can't give him the life he deserved to have growing up. Telling his mom keeping him was more important fetally, and once he was born, no one will give a fuck. Tell little Susie it's okay that she was raped, and that for the rest of her life, her trauma, she won't, won't be able to escape. And when both grow up fucked up with no hope, with no help, lock them up and throw them as a statistic on a filing shelf. And then we wonder why life had to be this way. Tell them it was more moral for the government to force their mothers to make them stay. And when they have kids and the cycle doesn't change, remember, we made it this way. Welcome to women having babies they never wanted and more children growing up and living life forever haunted. 
by the life they didn't get to choose. Tell me again how fair that is when it comes down to the rules. And if you're sitting here pissed at what I just said, then be a part of the solution instead. Open your homes to the kids removed from the most horrific living situations. And only then will I sit and listen to your explanations on how this really is about saving a life. Because where were you when they were crying scared and alone at night? Sorry, I needed a second. Um, wow. Uh, that was powerful. Um, and obviously, hold that's not that's just dust in my eye, just so you know. That's just dust. That's just dust. <laughs> um, no, that obviously holds like um, a special place in my heart because of I, I, I was in this system and I know how hard it was for some of these kids. And a lot of these kids, I can't even begin to tell you, like, just way just way worse than me and i can't even believe that i was witness to some of the things that i i saw it was absolutely horrific and um that absolutely need I, I, you guys are coming on here and like speaking shit that like needs to be fucking said mm-hmm. needs to be fucking said and the fact that they changed the law that what is 100 almost 100 years old and took away basically took away free will after a hundred years, uh, just going backwards, like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I absolutely, absolutely, that needed to be said because I, I thought I thought we had I thought we had settled this. Mm-hmm. I thought we like I went to history class and I learned that we settled this already. We, yeah. we were like, yeah, they should they should be able to choose. All right, cool. I agree with that. I thought we had already fucking settled that. To, mm-hmm. to overturn that more than a hundred, like a hundred years later, is completely fucking. There, I don't know what I don't what, know what the fuck's going on up there, but uh, yeah, those fucking elite pieces of shit, like he was saying, um, are out of their fucking minds. It's just, and it's just, it's going to cause more chaos than there already is, right? Like there's already, like when there was the choice, there's already kids being born into families that they shouldn't have never been born into, right? And not taken care of. And all these bad things happen to these kids. And now we take away the choice and it's forced even more so. And I, and I love how you ended it by saying, uh, you know, take the, you know, you want me, you want me to listen to your side of it? Take these kids in. Are you, the, are you gonna, are you gonna give them homes? Are you gonna give them food? Are you gonna give them love and support? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, or, or are you, because there's just going to be dozens of thousands of billions of kids just thrown into a house where they, I mean, it's, it's even, even some of the nicer ones, like the, the one that you work at, like the, they're in a house where they're all different. Everybody's at each other's throats, mm-hmm. you know, physical, physical assaults because teenage boys and just people who are kept up in a how like you got you know 12 13 boys in one house and they're all kept up together mm-hmm. like it's bound to happen which is going to lead to physical damage emotional damage and hospital bills possibly you know what i mean and it's mm-hmm. just you and that's and that's some of the nicer houses some of the nicer you know what mm-hmm. i mean and i love how you really went in like you didn't hold back at all. You really fucking went into how dark and fucked up it can get because mm-hmm. like people don't realize the shit that these kids go through. 
I have read some of the saddest things in referrals more recently than in years prior. And it's just like these, these kids really are being sold for drug money. Like that's happening in New Hampshire. Like it's not, it's happening. And it's just, it. and it's not just a female problem. Like I run a group home for just boys and I see it in their paperwork off more times than I would like to, you know? Yeah. Um, Real quick, I'm going to bring, because this, this is a very important conversation. I think they would want to be in on it. I'm going to bring these guys up here. Um, very yeah, much you guys so. Got anything? I absolutely love that piece, and I resonate yeah. with everything that you said in there. Like, my honest yeah. opinion is, is the only time a man has any sort of, like, diction in whether or not a fucking abortion takes place or not is if the child is his. Like if he, if he wants, and then, and then again, the responsibility, if that woman doesn't want responsibility in that, then he takes on that got that responsibility. You know, like a man does not have yeah. a fucking say in a choice that he will never fucking make. And the fact that we have gone back a hunt, like is ridiculous, absolute fucking nonsense. And, and it's just so powerful. And I really appreciate you saying it because it takes a lot of bravery to speak the power to these truths like these are things that need to be said and you know there are people who will fucking kill you over these kinds of things that you say like they're, yeah. they're like yeah. absolutely amazing and i feel a lot less alone in in my thoughts about this so thank you yeah. thank for sharing you. and yeah, it was amazing you're amazing thank you yeah definitely powerful it did need to be said <laughs> Um, because at the end of the day, it's your body. And the fact that somebody can tell you what you can and can't do with your body and they're not there to partake in the struggles of raising, you know, it's like, how the hell do you feel like you could tell me any damn thing? Like you said, where the hell were you when she was hungry? Where were you when they were being abused and raped and all this, that, and the third? But you're going to say, okay, well, you can't do this, but go home to your little quiet-ass life with your boring wife and two kids and your dog and shut the door on the whole fucking world out there that you don't want to look at. But we can't blame it out on them. We have to put some responsibility on ourselves because it's our it's our job to be at the polls. It's our job on we, who we're putting in these offices. It's our job on making sure respect. that the people that's representing us are actually speaking, you know, what we're saying. And I mean... We're not doing that. Yeah, I mean that, that that is a good point. A lot of a lot of the Senate is made up of females. You know, there there are females in the Senate voting on this kind of thing. And I, I guarantee you there are females who voted to get it overturned, which is yeah. insanity to me. How could you be a female and and still vote for this? But that's that's a whole nother that's yeah. It's how, just, how as as beings man. that have free will and make our choices and live our lives, can we take that away from our fellow man? Yeah. Like, how, and when I say man, I mean human. You know, like no, nothing to say. Absolutely, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. And we, we all, no one's to blame for any of this. We all have a, a part to play in this. And we all just got to do our best to play our part as best we can. And you know what? You writing and speaking that poem on here, like, 
that's like that's that's doing your part you know what i mean that's that as artists we can only do so much you know at, we can only do so we can't change the world we're not we're not superman unfortunately we can't fly around the world stopping missiles but we can fix our small try to make our small little corner of the world a better place mm -hmm. uh, it's why spider-man is my favorite superhero um and then why i don't like superman very much because spider-man is the friendly neighborhood spider-man you know he he knows that he can't stop it all but he's trying to make his little corner of the world a better place. Yeah. And that's it's all we can do. Rent. Use our talent, our power. And with that comes the responsibility to use it to make our world a better place. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely. And that was honestly one of the most, if not the most powerful, like, poem we've ever had on the show. Like, I've gotten teary-eyed maybe once or twice that I can remember on the show. I keep it in check pretty good. Like there's some <laughs> poems that make me emotional, but I keep it in check pretty good. That one, I legitimately needed a minute before I clicked the button because I was like, okay, like that that hit me deep. That hit me deep. I don't know if it's just because of my my personal background, you know, and being in the system and seeing some of those kids for myself firsthand and talking to them and learning their stories. But yeah, that hit me hard. So thank you for sharing that. Thank um, you for allowing me to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna drop you guys down and uh, bring uh, Queen up after I run her intro. Y'all already know Queen now. She's been on here a bunch of times. She's a poet, a spiritualist, an activist. She coordinates events, and she's also the host of her own show on YouTube called The Tree of Life. You can find that YouTube channel at Misunderstood. That's M S Understood um, Queen. Misunderstood Queen, spelled K W E E N. Um, or you can follow her on Facebook at Queen's Crown. That's spelled Queen the same way, K-W-E-E-N-S, um, Crown spelled the normal way. And on Instagram at um, Bring It To The Mic. That's Bring It To The Number Two, The Mic. Uh, let's play your flyer and get her up here. Love that wrong timing. Can you faster than a bullet if you ever, ever sign me? Two worlds colliding, beautifully falling, chaotic insanity. Funny how I want you next to me, but your love will be the death of me. So I sit on the sidelines adoringly, giving you the core to me. Entangled in this thing we call orbiting, wishing I could time travel to the right time, to the right time. But I guess this ain't the right time. Shit. <laughs> Yo, I jam out to that every time I play it. I God, this shit's dope. And I've I found it on your YouTube channel too. And I was listening to the whole the whole song, and that's um, it's a dope song. Thank you, thank you. I really enjoyed making that song. Um, man, it was it was expression art. You know how it is. Trying to get it out, saying what you need to say, and healing at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what it's about. This is our weekly, this is our, like I say, this is our weekly therapy session. Um, so thank you for coming back on. Everybody knows you already, but if you want to just tell them, you know, a little bit about yourself anyway. Well, um, I'm queen, um, Arthur, poet, uh, writer. I don't rap, but I got a flow, you know, however the expression comes out. Um, paint like he said shows and all that stuff like that i'm a busy 
busy woman. <laughs> uh, podcast, are. the Tree of Life, uh, where we just like, like the guy was saying earlier. You know what I mean? Putting all that bullshit to the side, getting on one accord, and trying to all rise together. So, pretty much. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on here. And I, I really love your podcast. I love every like clip that you, I've watched every clip that you put out, even the ones that are just like, you know, like a quick, like eight minute, whatever, yeah. where you're just like, sitting in your car and talking about something. Cause like you, even just those eight minute clips are like so deep and like, just, um, what is the, what is the word I'm trying to philosophical and, yeah. uh, just, you, you really like just make me think every time, every time I watch your show. I'm glad. I'm glad I do those for, you know, a lot of times it's for me. But I know yeah. that if, if God is showing me and he's teaching me, then he's also teaching someone else. So it's my responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I was saying with, with great power comes great responsibility. We have, we have a, a gift. We have an art. We have the power and, um, I love that you are using it to its full potential. You really are one of the busiest women I've ever met. And yet you still come <laughs> on here like six times and found time, even when you're like a last minute call in like tonight, like you've still had time to come in for me. And I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes, sir. No problem. I promise God, anytime I'm, I'm asked to perform and do what he's asked me to do, then that's my duty. I have to do it. So. Like I Absolutely. said, anytime you need me, you ask me if I can definitely do it, then yes, I'm going to do it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I, I always say like, that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to do here is, is take my energy and put it back out into the universe for people. And, you know, by doing that, by doing this show, it, it comes back to me. Like every time I do this show, it's kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, I kind of say it's our weekly therapy session, but it's definitely my weekly therapy session. I'm definitely, yeah. I got the chair and everything. Yeah. And, you know, no matter what's been going on in my life, like mm -hmm. there's this shift about 10 to 15 minutes into the show. And if you, if you watch past episodes, you could probably tell by my, like just my whole demeanor is whatever going on in my life kind of just fades away. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? I, I, I get into this space where I can just be open and honest and receive people's open and honesty back. Um, and that's I think that's alignment. When you become in line, aligned with your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing at the divine timing, it's going to feel like that. Everything else will no longer matter. And the duty, the responsibility that you've committed to is, especially when you have God in the middle, this is a ministry. You got people coming on here to release. You got people coming on here to express. And you also got people coming to be filled. And so when you're you're the the one that's given the job to complete that ministry and you're in tune with that, you're always gonna be blessed. You're always gonna be fed because you have to be full in order to feed everybody else. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's it. That's what it's about is, I mean, I, I, I tell people all the time and I can try to follow my own advice, but only works so well. Uh, but I, I, I try harder and harder every day to take my own advice of just sort of, you know, taking, taking my energy and 
giving it purpose and knowing that by giving it purpose and putting it out there, you know, that, that positive energy is going to come back to me. And just knowing that, like, I, having that feeling like you were saying of like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This feels right. Like it just, it, it helps me so much. I mean, it puts me in a better mood and just, and helps my mental state so much more. Yeah. So yeah, I, I always tell people, you know, keep using your art as, you know, as not only an outlet, but as yeah. like a stepping stool, you know? That's it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what's the, what's the piece, uh, what's the first piece you're going to be performing for us tonight? Um, it's called Just a Friend. Just a Friend. All right. Drop myself out of here and I could love you forever without a second thought. I will heal all the pain caused to your heart. My friend, the one who was genuine in spirit, you were hurt when I found you. I wanted to take the pain away and help restore your wings. But sadly, you told me, lovers, we can't be. You said you wanted friendship and that you were too damaged. I tried to give you love, but you just couldn't handle it. You insisted your broken pieces would somehow hurt me. So I showed you my scars as if to say we are the same. Doubling down again, you said I'm just a friend. Confused by the love you had given, you wouldn't you wouldn't accept my love. And you rejected my body after fucking my mind. Your only concern was if I'm alright. You gave me an ear, poor salve on my wounds, but it was truly your loyalty that captured my heart. How can you carry in this way and still go go on to say? that the shards of your heart will kill me someday. So to keep it from happening, you keep me at bay, but I can love you forever without a second thought. I will make it a mission to heal the broken shards. I could be a fantasy if you trust me with your heart, but you're saying I'm just a friend, kindred spirits, you're capping. I've seen you in my dreams over and over again. God's never shown me a vision that did not happen, but you're saying I'm just a friend. You say, I'm just a friend. And that was the end. <laughs> that was a fantastic piece. As always, like, <laughs> you are so good at just writing these deep emotional pieces. Um, that's a shout out to everyone in the friend zone. Um, <laughs> our, hearts go out, my, our hearts go out for you 100%. Um, <laughs> For, I am fortunate enough to have a loving, caring woman, um, yeah. but I have been in the friend zone and I know what it feels like. And um, that was, yeah, that was amazing. That was um, uh, right up there with uh, Taylor Swift. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like Tay Tay. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the name of the song, um, but it's, it, it is the that same. It's about the same thing. Um, and, uh, that has always been one of my, like, my mom played it because it was like her, one of her like favorite fucking songs. And mm -hmm. I've always, and I, I've always thought like, uh, Taylor Swift is an amazing writer and like, especially her older stuff, just like yeah. the way, like her, 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 the way she talks about things and spills out her emotion. And a lot of the, your stuff really reminds me of that and just like you're you're very able to like just put your emotion into your pen and let it leak out and and i feel it like you know what i mean we're we're 
hundreds of miles apart and and thank i can you. feel every bit of that emotion coming through so well, thank um, you. fantastic thank amazing you. work um i'm gonna bring everybody up here to see what they thought mel can probably tell me the name of the song <laughs> When you were saying it, I was like, "Oh, I know what he's saying." I don't, I can't think of the name of the song, but th that was phenomenal. Like, I, I was like, "Damn!" When you said um, something along the lines of, um, "You rejected my body after fucking my mind" or something, and I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" So many yeah. people can relate to that. Like, <laughs> oh, it that was great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that that was also my favorite line. That was also my favorite line. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, that one hit. That one hit. Thank you. I guess I'm the only one in the dark though about this song. I'm unfamiliar with it, but I but I definitely can relate to the message of being, you know, like in a situation where someone wasn't ready or able to accept the the fullness of that relationship and then not being able to to work out. And I also very much so resonate with your, you know a belief in, you know, our responsibility, our, I'm having a little hard time remembering exactly what you said at the beginning about our spirit and what you said first at, like, before you started really resonated with me. I'm just, I'm still flustered. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love having Queen on here because she has like some of the best, like, conversations, like her, her whole show. That's, she doesn't even have people performing on her show. It's just, all conversations and she i mean she's managed to have these like one two hour shows just like i have just all dialogue and all just deep yeah. philosophical conversation and it's just awesome. what i love about you for sure yes thank you for coming on again thank you guys i'm um, very humble <laughs> right now i'm just glad y'all received it in that you know thank y'all for real thank y'all very much yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure having you back on again, and uh, we'll catch you again for a few in your uh, with your next piece. And uh, that brings us back around to my guy Sai. What's up? Savia, <laughs> <What's up, yeah? laughs> you ready for your second piece? <sighs> so. This next piece piece I have is called Wasn't It Inevitable? And it's about, um, you know, I really, I really worry about, you know, the direction that we're heading. We're heading into a post-human society where everything will be robots. And eventually we'll probably be eradicated by the same thing that we created. And then we'll have these emotionless, empathyless fucking creatures that wander the universe just fucking doing for the sake of doing because it's the program i think they made yeah, a like, like four about that <laughs> yeah like the age of humans is coming to an end and some and i really worry about that and sometimes you know i just feel it would be easier if we everybody died <laughs> like we are a parasite on the uh, of the universe we 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 take and we don't give back and it's an absolutely disgusting trait. And some days I just say, drop the bombs. <laughs> we are Kill us all. We are literally <laughs> killing our own planet and 
God knows what, what else that uh, the effect of our ecosystem is having on the solar system in general, because we, we, we think we know, but we don't know what's the, 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 the secrets it's of ego, the, man. How, should, how should, you know what I mean? We teach kids that we know everything about the solar system and the universe and how it works. And we don't know. Yeah. Shit. The only science I trust is mathematics because it is well, the science of questions that have definitive answers. Yeah. Science and science's answers are always changing. We go in and we make these science fiction movies, right? About like the Terminator, about this very thing. But then we progressively just we don't we don't learn. We don't, learn, we don't we're just like, oh yeah, that's a cool, that's a cool what if, but like we're literally slowly getting there and we keep taking one step forward every fucking day. And because we're so desensitized to reality. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like literally everything. We don't even know how to talk to one another anymore. Like over the, not, not even just over the phone, but like, or in person. But like I can't even sometimes have a conversation with somebody over the phone because they just like know how to text. They don't know how to like people yeah. will say LOL in a sentence these days. Talking to me. Yeah. What is happening? Like just do the reaction. What is happening? And that's the you kind of shit that also LOL. has me worried. Just laugh. And 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 that's a part of a problem with the with the industrial the the school systems is they are purposely underfunded and we are purposefully undereducated that so we are unable to fight back when they incorporate fucking martial law and they install new world order. And to those who don't believe, wake the fuck up. <laughs> they keep us with the wool over our eyes because we're sheep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want us to be stupid. They want us to just serve them at the drive-thru. They're fucking, they're rich, little, entitled, privileged shits. <laughs> I actually, I, I told you, I, I, I believe I told you a term that you hadn't heard before. Last week we were talking about this sheeple. You, and you said you hadn't heard that before. My, no, I've heard of people. Stuff. Yeah, no, we're definitely. Oh, and oh, maybe, maybe and they're corrupt shepherds. But they're, they're shepherds who are, re- they're wolves wearing shepherd's clothing. Not, not wolves wearing sheep clothing because... They pretend to have the answer. Fuck Trump. Fuck Biden. Fuck all these people. Kanye 2020. <laughs> he, he knows what's going on. He was in the Illuminati. He's he's opening up about it. And people call him fucking crazy. And that's what they want. <laughs> you want to keep us blind, man. Yo, all right. Let's hear this piece. Let's hear this piece of yours. All righty. Wasn't it inevitable that I would end up here at the pinnacle of my abyss? The bottomless pit, not so bottomless after all. I know I have a part to play in all of this, but it was not entirely my fault. I let myself be consumed by fear, let it turn sour. But I promise I did everything in my power to convince you all to take responsibility for yourselves and to stop blaming everybody else. But now I guess you can blame someone. You can blame me. Blame me for laying you all to waste with haste for your poor taste in judgments and poor appetite for growth. I feel at peace in this silence in humanity's tome. Dance a happy dance on our grave. Finally, we are home. Home is where the heart is, and lately we have been heartless. We were angry spirits roaming the planet Earth like a classic mansion. 
they're always haunted. Exodus enacted, exorcism dramatic and tragic only for a short while. Guilt outweighed by rejoice and a double-natured smile. I guess it was inevitable that this broken and freezing child would burn down the world to feel its warmth, even if only for a while. God damn, bro. That shit, that yo, that was one of my favorites. Not just like of yours, but like that we've had on the fucking show. You're coming out here and like speaking some real fucking truth. And in such a way, like with your metaphors and the way you, your rhyme scheme, like I fucking love it, dude. Like you are one of my favorite artists, period, period. Thank you very much. And yo, when you said home is where the heart is, but lately we've been heartless. Oh man. Yo, that, that was, that, that shit hit me hard. That was dope, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring our other artists up here to what they thought about it. I want that shit on a playlist. That, that was, that was shirt. phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank I think you. Where the heart is, but lately we've been heartless. Like that hit, that hit. Sure. Yeah, the metaphor is yeah, like y'all was like the whole time. <laughs> Just it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Doctor Seuss really is a, a true inspiration for me. I believe that like rhyme scheme is just phonetic on the ear so it it's easier for us like we start to get in the rhythm and the flow but yeah. it's I'm, I'm trying to speak real hard shit that so it's like whoa oh wait <laughs> <laughs> and that one i just actually uh finished that one and wrote it not too long ago and it's kind of hard for me to share because it's a weird feeling to to share that to people considering that like i'm i'm talking about laying waste to us all like, I believe sometimes that we should all be dead, genuinely, and that the universe would be better off for it. And I believe most of us would be at peace for it because we would no longer be in this this cycle of suffering and rebirth, I, which I, I take from Buddha's principle, which I believe is the goal of life is to end the cycle of rebirth and death. That's and that's what, what enlightenment is. Is you come on here and you can, you can talk about being a humanist and having love and respect for all your fellow humans and wanting them to thrive but you can also see that we're dark evil fucked up creatures that probably and, deserve and, to die and it a huge problem i have with the spiritual community spiritual ego this idea of elevated thinking and being superior to those around you and telling people what to think versus teaching them how to think uh, yeah I like, like toxic I like positivity I like how you um, actually f fit in like real Bible verses what into your uh, Exodus, Exodus enacted. Exodus um, enacted, something traumatic, dramatic only for a short while. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, once everybody's gone, who is there to say that it was all that bad? <laughs> I'll be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> a double natured but, smile. You know Once we're gone, like our artwork, that's what's gonna live on. You know what I mean? Our messages mm -hmm. to the people and you know our, our messages to ourselves, that's what's gonna live on. And that's what and, and I believe even even more 
like we don't even need people to be around for it to still exist because energy cannot be created nor destroyed the second that we speak these words the vibrations travel out in the universe forever infinitely they are forever mm -hmm. it's not it cannot dissipate just changes form absolutely yeah. that's why like i I'm going, I'm fucking on a warpath now. Like this has been a truly inspiring session. I am so glad to share this time with y'all and to conversate with y'all. This has lit a true fire under my ass. I'm going after these motherfuckers and I'm scared of shit to get like the fucking iron donkey up my ass or something, you know, get fucking tortured by the CIA. But being afraid presents us the opportunity to be brave. And I believe that's more powerful that like, bravery is love everything boils down to to love and fear you know we get angry because we're afraid that people won't understand us or you know that there isn't enough like everything boils down to that but we can be brave to to love life and to live it truthfully fear is yeah. powerful darkness is powerful that's why like i i i don't as a character, I don't connect with like superhero with uh, with Superman because he's just big and powerful, and he just knows he doesn't really have to be brave. He just flies into every situation, knowing that he's gonna fuck up whatever's in his path. Whereas, <laughs> whereas Spider Man, he's half the time he's scared shitless. I mean, he's just a teenage kid, in, in, mm -hmm. in sometimes college age, but he's just a kid and he's scared shitless. But he knows that if he doesn't something worse is going to happen to mm -hmm. a lot more people. And he takes it as his responsibility to use what he has. He know, like I said, we can't fix everything. We can't fix the world, but we can be brave enough. We can be brave enough to fight our hometown, our hometown demons, you know, and, and our, and all of us doing it is going to build like this. It's building blocks. If if enough of us come on here and speak our truth, not just on this show, but on the internet or on whatever other platform, it's going to start to make a difference. And like you, we have they can't have kill us all. That. <laughs> no, no, they can't, and they can't, and they can't take us all either. Like if if we be, we are stronger together, there is strength in numbers. And like if we keep coming on here and we keep using our our talent to speak our truth and battle against the evil in this world enough of us doing it will make a difference and i personally have to believe that because that's part of what pushes me forward yeah so absolutely thank you thank you for sharing that with us man that was fucking phenomenal thank you again for holding space much love and i'm excited for this next one absolutely <laughs> you know, uh, Bring Mel back up here. Uh, what's the second one called? Um, it is called Reflection of Self. Ooh, all right. Getting introspective. Let's go. Reflection of Self. No, I refuse to let this go down like that. I will no longer let you scream distortions my way. I will no longer listen to what you have to say. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am more than you have showed me all along. Keep trying to push that doubt. Keep screaming ugly out. I look away. I look back. Liar. I shout. 
I am more than what meets the eye. I am worthy and I believe. I am no longer a prisoner. I am freed. Even on my worst days, I refuse to let the mirror win because I know self-love. Well, it comes from within. That was beautiful. And that Thank was an amazing, amazing tribute to yourself. And I think that you should read that like every day before work. And <laughs> yeah, that is, that is absolutely amazing. Like it, it, I find it, uh, you were saying at the beginning how you, a lot of your stuff is dark and, and sad. And mm -hmm. as you know, from reading a lot of my stuff, you know that it's the same way. And I find it very hard to talk about upbeat, positive things. Mm -hmm. uh, and especially when it's about myself talking positive about myself in any way, cause I'm very self-deprecating. Mm -hmm. um, but I, and I've talked about this before. I, I kind of have this duality in my head where on one hand I'm self-deprecating and I think I'm a piece of shit. But on the other hand, like when I, there's a zone I get into when I write sometimes where I'm like, I'm the fucking best. Like ain't nobody going to fucking take this from me. And like, that's not being, cocky necessarily as it is you kind of need that energy you mm -hmm. need to hype yourself up yes. you know what I mean because like he was saying uh if you're not if you're not fed you can't keep you, you if you're not fed you can't keep everybody else fed you know what I mean like that's like 100% like you you need self-care is the mm -hmm. main priority um I don't you you're as a psychologist you probably know about um Maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and obviously food and shelter are first, but above that is self-care before you get to family and friends mm -hmm. is, is self-care. Is well, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like you just can't. And it's like so long. Like I talked about my depression. Like there was time, like I spent so, so much time like avoiding looking in the mirror because I hated myself, right? Like I just hated who I was. And I got to this point where like I started caring about myself and wanting to be better, like the best version of me. And it's definitely a journey and a long one. But at the end of the day, like if you can't love yourself, you can't love other people. You can't, you can't accept love. And like, I just, you know, some, I, get to a point where you either have to like piss or get off the pot. Right. And so like you call your own bluff out and then you just, that poem for me is just like, I have bad days too. Right. We all do. And like, sometimes you go backwards and, and you get stuck in depression or you get, you start, you start hating yourself or something. And that like poem to me is like, you snap the F out of it because like, no, you're not going to tell me that because I know that I'm worth more than whatever this situation was or is um, and a reflection, right? Like the reality is like beauty fades, like, you know, at the end of the day, we're all going to be old and wrinkly and crippled, like hunched over and whatever, right? But it's really what's inside, you know? So like why let a mirror ruin your life, right? So I literally now have that like words from that poem written on my mirrors so i don't get to a place where i'm looking at somebody i don't like anymore like i just you know i remind myself that like i am strong and i'm beautiful and like it's okay and self-love is so important and the other thing is you have to love yourself for all of it not just the mm -hmm. good things 
but the bumps and the bruises and the, the scars and the, warts and, the, and the lazy eye and the whatever it is. <laughs> yes, the having your teeth, whatever it is, like you I, have to own it and rock it. I have this, I have this one piece where one of my lines, it, I, I'm having a conversation with like my inner demon. And um, one of the lines that, you know, the, the spoken by the inner demon is um, you can look in the mirror and get sick at the sight, but you know that you need me to reach to new heights. And it rings very true for me in a lot of ways, because without my pain and my suffering and the, the bad parts about me, I wouldn't be able to create anything amazing or beautiful. I wouldn't, you know, it, I need the darkness to create the light to, to, you know yeah. what I mean? I need the dark fucked up shit to make something beautiful and 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 you know what i mean and share it with the world um and you you gotta love yourself for all the parts even even mm -hmm. the parts so absolutely. absolutely thank you for sharing that with us i'm gonna bring uh these other guys up here or guy and girl up here what you guys think amazing absolutely amazing yeah. and truly resonate it very heavily for for my experience like I, I, you know, in having borderline personality disorder, a huge thing that I, I struggle with is my sense of identity and self. And, you know, there came a point in time where I, I didn't really like realize what I was telling myself for a long time because I struggle with homicidal ideation. Like I just want to kill people because people piss like the world pisses me off and we are still an animal and you know we need to be checked I, and other dark intrusive thoughts that you know made me build this narrative in my head that i'm a monster that i'm this terrible person and then it came to a point where i actually you know and and it wasn't the the last time either that i physically you know attacked people with a very violent and dark intention and, and I, I was able to stop myself and actually um, check myself voluntarily into psych wards to seek help, to try to get help. Didn't do much good, you know, but what did was that self-reflection. Looking at what I was telling myself of being a monster and realizing that's bullshit. I'm just a human who's gone through a lot of shit and I have made some horrible mistakes that have truly impacted people, but there's nothing I can do to change what has been done except learn from that experience and move forward. Every day, I want to be better than the person who is capable of doing those horrific things. And yeah, no, absolutely amazing piece. And thank you for sharing. Like, it hit home real hard. As someone who has struggled with anger my entire life and I've been in multiple psych, um, psych hospitals and, you know, multiple placement homes and whatnot. Um, I owe I, something that took me a long, and I mean like the better part of 10 years to realize was that none of these doctors or medications or any of this, they're, they're not going to fucking help. They're just crutches. They're stepping stools for you to help yourself. You're not, you're not. And you know, I always, I always would like when I was in, Placement, I would always blame like my PO or you know the you know therapist or whatever. But it was me. It was me because I needed to help myself, and I was looking for all these people to help pull me out of this hole. And but I wasn't climbing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah, you you gotta you gotta. Work on yourself. You can blame for people for what they have done, but you can't blame people for what you haven't done. But anytime we're dealing with the mind, it's a battle with self. We all have those deep, dark thoughts. 
we all have those insecurities about ourselves that we don't like, we don't want to look at. And self-love requires for us to look at those things and to love those things. It's self-love because A, it starts with us, and B, how can we teach anybody else how to love us if we don't love ourselves? People interpret us based on how we treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves. If you walk in a room feeling nervous, that's what's going to pick up, a nervous vibration, an insecure vibration. Like, I agree with what she said, those affirmations. You do have to write them on your mirror because life is intended for us to to forget those things, to knock us down and to challenge us. But we have to be strong enough to, well, we got tools in place to help us. You know what I mean? Like, it definitely helped me. I grew up insecure, you know what I mean? Glasses, freckles, like pimples after Wuhan oversized and it was just like I beat myself really up bad not not appreciating my beauty and in turn mm -hmm. I sold myself short and so I got a lot of trash because of it because I wasn't secure in who I was which is a part of what made me how I am today um, very humble because we know the other side of life and all that but at the same time we've had to pick ourselves up ourselves like you said no medicine no doctor no nothing it's just you and then the tools can help but they but help ultimately they what matters is our perspective and our identity we have to look at who we are we have to say if we're a shitty person we're doing shitty things or we don't like something we have to recognize that we are that this so we can right. change that and right accountability I, and looking at yourself because you could give a person the tools. How many times you see people go in and out of rehab and they come back and they do the same shit. It takes a strong mind, a, a secure mind and a trained mind to say, okay, that's not who I am anymore. That's not what I'm going to do. That is who I was. That's what I did. I'm no longer that. It's about accepting that, but also, like you said, wanting better every day. And I think that's like a slight problem with rehab is they do do the right first step of accepting that you are an addict, but they tell you that it's something that you fight every day because you are this thing. Right. But you are not if you say you're not. That's right. I if you change that. When right. you are labeled Fuck as me. any, and, and make no mistake, addiction is a mental illness. When you are labeled as your mental illness, like like ADHD, like I have ADHD or like it, it, it surrounds your whole personality. Like that's like, that's why you don't even like most people, you don't even tell people your mental illnesses because they're going to automatically start to make assumptions based on what they know about that mental illness. But that's and, why you got to reword. But they don't know. Because <laughs> when you identify as something, it sticks to you. You say, I have ADHD. I have ADHD. No, you're just a person with more energy than a normal person. What the fuck is right. ADHD? Yeah. Everybody's not going to sit down and listen to a one hour lecture and keep in 20 minutes of it. Like, I think that that's really fucking kids up where we're labeling, you know, back in, back in the day, you know, they, they would just tell, they would just label them problem children, which I don't think that was the right solution necessarily. Like accepting they do, everybody's different, every, but everybody has, mental issues everybody has their own type of mental issues 
and just accepting that, not labeling it as this or that. Because once you put a label on it, like kids get the, especially kids get these like stigmatisms in their head. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm labeled as something and, and I think it's, and and also like, and again, it's that, that, that the system, systematic oppression and separation, it's like it, that was pill pushing, number one. And two, the school system needs to be reformed because it's like we we tell everybody to climb a tree expecting that everybody's like monkeys. But some people aren't even meant for fucking land. <laughs> some of us are aquatic. Like you can't tell well a fish said. to climb a tree. Well <laughs> said. Talk about that one. That's why I'm a big, like, big fucking, and I have, I have um, an artist on here who he's actually a special ed teacher. Um, I've, I, I was a special ed student. I've been a big proponent of it because in special ed, what they do is it's individualized education, which is what everything should be. I went to a school that was very close to one of my placements home, placement homes called GHS, and it is a whole school for what you would call troubled kids. But it is a school where they are they tailor their teaching to each individual student and how they need to learn. And it, it, it is honestly the best school I've ever been to because it is so focused on the fact that we are all different. You know, what I mean? we're all humans and we're all the same, but we're all we don't learn differently. Our brains don't operate differently or, or, or they do operate differently. I mean, um, yeah, they we just we need. A, we need all schools to be like GHS, where it is individualized education. But unfortunately, with the population being what it is, in cities, you can't have that. You can't have a teacher spending ten, five to ten minutes with one student. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why schools like that are much smaller. But mm-hmm. they do need to be on a bigger scale. We need to figure out something. I agree. We're all equal in spirit, but we are not built equally. <laughs> we are not built the no. same. No, absolutely not. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, that was wonderful. Um, both of you stick around uh, for the end of the show so I can bring you guys up and say thank I, you one more time. I want to say one thing just in case. Uh, my phone's at 1%. It's been slowly dying. So if I end up falling out, I just want to say much love to y'all. Thank you. And- You're good, bro. Hell yeah, thank you for coming back on the show. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Brings us back to Queen for her last piece of the night. What do you got for us? All right, this one is called Love. Love. All right, man, that's something that I think a lot of us struggle to think about, let alone write about. So props (laughs) to you. I'm going to draw myself out of here. All right, thank you. Love, I call to you. Can you hear me whispering a romance that will keep my pen linking? Making memories as we begin from now until the end. Love, I am thinking. Maybe we can have date nights on the weekends and intimacy without speaking. Passionate love in every place our feet creep in. Silly teenagers just want to wrap up in us again. The love I'm seeking is specific to my being. I need a gentle love in tune with my frequency that we operate simultaneously without even thinking. Finish my sentence. Study my existence. Talk your shit while you in it. In our own little world, everything, us, is serious business. 
a love that penetrates the seven dimensions of enlightenment. This love will know how to love me. It will see how to love me. It will speak nothing but love to me. This love will love to love me. This love will provide complete security felt by generations to come. This love will complete the cycling of my tired soul as done traveling in frantic search. This love I'm manifesting. This love I'm manifesting. This love I'm manifesting will be everything I could have dreamed of. It will be tailor-made for me. In poem. <laughs> I never know whether to clap or snap because of the poem. I always say that, but that was amazing. And the whole time I was thinking like, one of the things that I, I love about it the most is that you were like, really meant like, wow, she's like really manifesting this, like putting everything she wants out into the universe. And then at yeah. the end, like you literally said it, you're like manifest Like that is amazing. And, and, and I love that you said it three times because, um, a lot of people, a lot of, well, just what I believe, but um, a lot of people don't know this is three is like a very special number with the universe. A lot mm -hmm. of things are done in threes for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that number is significant for some reason. It, it holds a lot of power, especially when we do it in um, songs or, or poetry. Um, yeah. And yeah. I love the, I love the, how you how you're manifesting this and and just putting like first of all again i can't write about love it's very hard for me i have like i have a few love poems tucked away that i don't know if i'll ever see the day light of day but um you are just able to convey such emotion and passion and just like speak your inner being and put that out into the universe and like know exactly what you want to receive back from the universe Yes, I mean, you were so good at that. It's always listening. It's always listening. Everything we say is out there. So like we were talking about earlier, where we're identifying with these things and, you know, these stigmas and stuff like that. And it's like, you're getting it. You're seeing it. Everything that comes out of your mouth comes forward. So if we're already writing, why not write what you want? You know what I mean? Like, we write sad poems, we write heartbreaking poems, we write dark poems, but those are things we're still calling out. Those are things we're still confirming, you know what I mean, giving life to. And even though we may just be remembering or expressing or talking, but at the end of the day, <laughs> our words are powerful. Yeah, yeah. Our and words they... are powerful. They and they like like we've been saying the whole show like it is our responsibility our duty to use that power to make 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 a change and 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 like put our energy out into the universe because like we were saying earlier like, like it will come back to you it will <coughs> it will definitely come back to us yeah so. well I appreciate you sharing that with us as always and. As always, coming on here and giving us your amazing energy. It has thank been you. so fantastic, especially coming on last minute. Like I said, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank <coughs> you for having me. I'm always honored to come anytime I'm asked. And so it's like I have to I have to honor that. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. 
Uh, I'm going to bring uh, these other artists up here real quick just to see what they thought of piece. Loved it. Loved it. I just, there's so much conviction in what you have to say. And so it's just the passion behind everything you say. It's just, I loved both the poems that you shared tonight. Yeah. And Thank you're you. really great at what you do. And your voice just fits the poetry you write so great. Like, yeah, you have a great performing voice. Thank you. I, I just want to triple on top of that, the amount of passion and conviction that you have and the, your ability to just speak truth and know what you want. It, it's it's truly amazing. And your philosophical beliefs of the universe, I, I really resonate with the power of the word. It's a vibration. Yeah. Our thoughts are electromagnetic. That's a magnetic yeah. field. You know, yeah. like it's it's incredibly powerful, especially in numerology. I believe in that as well. Like that's actually yeah. what sent me on my my journey of, you know, self-awareness and, and growth is acid and numbers. <laughs> and yeah, I ended up actually going to a holistic center to train and do DMT and, you know, guide people through DMT ceremonies, allegedly. And, and I really, and I really appreciate that what you said about the, the power of our word and that we are still confirming that because, you know, like with my, my, my BPD, like sometimes I really do get a bit, you know, uh, dark and hateful with the world. Yeah. And I still do kind of confirm those things. But in this state, I, I, I fully resonate with what you say. And it reminds me to stay true to what it is that I actually want, which is to love and not to destroy because of hate That's or fear. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. So thank you. And like Billy said, you know, you can't change the world, but you can definitely change your world. So the people that yes. you're coming in contact with, the people that you're around, I just want to tell you, I understand we all fight demons, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you have to be able to control those demons and not let them control you. We all have them. You're not the only one that have them. But at the end of the day, you have to learn how to talk to yours and deal with yours because they're yours. And once you're able to conquer them and control them and use them for your benefit, then at that time you become powerful. But as they torture you and they fight you and they, they like, man, listen, you have a call on you. There's a call on your life and there's a call on your message. And you have to protect that. It's the ones with the most power that get fought the hardest. They get knocked down the worst. And they get the most rain, and they're tested the most. Even because you create that oppositional force. Yeah, man. Especially when you're trying your hardest to to stay on that path, but you don't let it take mm -hmm. from you because you you pour it in your work, you pour it in your mm -hmm. art, and you give it all you fucking got. Because I'm mm -hmm. telling you, you're an amazing artist. I truly respect you as an artist. Hey. Man, just fight them demons. I'm telling you, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely some of them, they need a little more time at the table, a little more conversating hey, with. But hey, I, I, I stand true to my, my warrior nature and belief that there are people who need to be gone in order for us to grow collectively. I, I can't I mean, let go of that. And, and I will I, with that because just as well as the equal opposite, it's equal good, equal bad. Like you said, it's some that don't deserve to motherfucking live walk the earth breathe the same air i agree take all the pedophiles rapists molesters goddamn granny fuckers all them out back you get what i'm saying because the shit's yeah. a special place 
But, and it and it just it doesn't help us to grow and to reach that enlightenment. They can then they can not. get another chance if they choose to do so. They can come back, or they'll live it again, or they'll go in the past. Or who the fuck really knows? <laughs> All I know is that now will be better without them. And we will be, and we will be. But we're more powerful. Than Thank you guys so much. So we'll all definitely, like you said, hey, universal habit. They'll jump off a bridge, and you'll never even have to put your finger on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I don't want to have to. You know, I just get so angry sometimes, and it's an easy fix. <laughs> for being so brave like yeah yo that like thank you guys so much for being like brave and coming and speaking like all these a terrible truths that are hard truths but they need to be said and they can yeah. get you in some serious trouble or hurt with a lot of people and it takes a lot of bravery like to come and talk about these kinds of things um and say the kind of th things we've been saying tonight so thank you all so much i appreciate you um you guys i could not do like i literally couldn't do the show without you it would just be me sitting in front of the camera like uh, <laughs> see a fly. like yeah like there would be nothing and and mm. it's just something that i can have this community where we can just talk about anything and 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 really fuck it because everything is getting canceled everything's and that's why everybody's starting their own private podcasts is because we can say whatever the fuck we want on here and mm -hmm. that like i said those are the stepping stones those are the building blocks for us collectively making a change um and i just love that I, we can all be part of that and i can be help you guys be part of that so thank you guys so much well thank you for giving us a platform to be able to do so seriously thank you and thank yeah. you all for being thank here you. like Thank you for the mirror and the the reflections, the insights, everything. I, this has been an absolutely amazing session, and I love you guys. I truly mean that. Absolutely, thank you. I, and I, I love I love that you called it a session because it really is our fucking therapy okay. session, and it, it means the world to me, guys. Thank you so much. Um, before we get out of here, I'm just gonna do my piece real quick. Um, I am. Super excited for this piece. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to sound. Uh, this is a piece that I wrote when I was about 15. Um, it's the first song, like full song I ever wrote that I was like really confident in that I really knew that it was going to be something. Um, I wrote it um, in placement in um, actually the same uh, placement home that uh, Melanie works in. And it has, I wrote, wrote it, like I said, a long time ago and it's just carried me I, every time I'm in a dark spot, I kind of, I sing it to myself or lines from it just play in my head. And it has been my po most personal and favorite song for a long time. Um, I wrote it to, I have performed it on here before on my first ever show. Uh, I'm going to perform it for you again tonight um, with a beat. Now this beat, I wrote to this beat back when I was 15 on YouTube and I never thought I was going to be able to use it. Uh, because it's a licensed beat, but I finally contacted the guy who made the beat and was able to buy a contract and um, have the rights for, to this beat. So I am super excited to be able to share this with you guys with the beat and stay tuned. Uh, I'm not sure when, but in a few months from now, 
Um, it's going to be recorded and produced and put out on YouTube and probably Spotify too. So stay tuned for that. Um, let me get the beat pulled up here and we'll get into it. Like I said, I don't know how it's going to sound, but... <clears throat> Ask me if I'm happy, and I tell them I'm okay. I tell them that because there's really nothing else to say. Should I tell them how my world just got turned upside down, or how I reached a greater height than just fall and hit the ground? Should I tell them I'm a psycho? Let me tell them I'm just nuts. Cause every time I get the ball, I fumble like a clutch. Should I tell them I'm a failure, or tell them I'm fucked up? Cause the only kind of peace I find is the bottom of a cup. Should I blame my ADD or maybe my bipolar or the soul that turns to stone as my heart is getting colder but there's no need to say it. They can see it in my eyes, all the anger and the pain deep behind the lies, cloaked in fake emotion but right beneath the skies when hell on earth arrives on the dark streets of my mind and they act like they're surprised when I lash out or I cry when all this shit has gotten to me it's hard to just sit by but I hold it in and try spread my wings and try to fly try to reach some greater heights but it's harder every night and I'm still left to wonder why why I can't get up and gather all my thoughts while this darkness closes in on my motherfucking heart I can't turn the key and start like my brain is stuck in parking even if I could I still be driving in the dark the darkness in my brain will I slowly go insane from the overwhelming pain that always travels through my veins like a drug and I'm so dazed getting drunk in half a daze but just to keep that old me fucking chained up in that bay but that demon's here to stay and I know that there's no way no way I could ever change my stupid selfish ways my mama knew it was hard for me to look her in the face she knew what I had done and she knew it just Begun, who I was only getting darker because there is no fucking sun and wondered why the darkness came and swallowed up her son wondered why I'm not so strong wondered how the demon won and I still wondered that myself as I'm fastening a belt tighter around my neck just so I can feel those fucking stitches in my chest my mom felt them every day mama know I caused you pain and I would write you a letter but there's nothing else to say nothing else to say nothing else to say there ain't nothing in my way because I got Got nothing else to say, nothing else to say, nothing else to say. I might kill myself today, cause I got nothing else to say, nothing else to say, nothing else to say. I got nothing in my way, cause I got nothing else to say, nothing else to say, nothing else to say. I might kill myself today, cause I got nothing else to say. And that is that. Uh, I kind of messed up the timing on the beat a little bit at the end, but. That is that piece. I'm gonna bring you guys up, see what you thought about it. Uh, how did the beat sound? Was it was it choppy? How did it... the it beat is fucking awesome. awesome? You did amazing. Awesome, yeah. awesome, 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 awesome. Yeah, I was so happy I finally got to perform that with the beat. It, it it literally when I hit the guy up and he messaged me the next day offering me a contract. It was just literally a dream come true. And I can't wait till I'm like able to produce that into a full song for you guys. It's going to be fucking amazing. Like I said, that holds a personal spot in my heart and always will. Um, and Mel, you were actually one of the first people I ever performed it for. 
I uh, remember that. You do in your office. We pulled up on YouTube on your computer and I sat on your couch and spit mm -hmm. it. Oh man. So I do remember it. Yeah. I feel privileged to be able to have been the first person and then to see it now. Um, you've grown so much. Um, and not just just in so many ways, Dylan. I'm so proud of you as as an individual anyway. Um, but I always loved that that's how we could connect with writing. Like I don't share my writing with just anyone. And so when I found out that you were a writer, that was my way to connect with you. And so you heard some of my poems that nobody's heard really. So I'm just like super proud of you and doing this. And I can't wait to be on another show. I definitely got over that like anxiety. Right. So. <laughs> Absolutely. You were fantastic. And like, I, like everybody says that they, they messaged me before the show and they're so nervous and then they get on here, man. And it's just like the, it, the vibes, like it, it just fade, mm -hmm. all the worries just fade away. Like this is a chill environment. Like, it's just like, we're sitting a couple of friends, you know, talking in a living room, you mm -hmm. know, and that's really the type of vibe I try to bring to it is because like, you know, like, like you were saying, when, when you were my therapist, you struggled to connect with me and then you found a way to connect with me through writing. And I love that. Like we can, that's why I have the show where it's a performance show, but it's also a podcast where we talk because we connect through the writing, but then we're able to have deeper conversations you know, that don't, that don't even have anything to do with art. I mean, we were talking about politics and all sorts of things. Um, and, but the, the art brings us together. And that's what I love so much about the show. Um, so, yeah. Thank you Absolutely. guys so much for being here. Thank you. So Thank you for sharing. Like, I am so glad I got to hear that for the first time with the beat, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, the first time it's ever, I've ever been able to put that on the internet with, with a beat. The only people I've shown it to is like friends and family or whatever that and if I can pull out my phone and pull out the, my, I mean, dude, my, my dad has a video of me um, in his backyard by his campfire um, spitting this beat. And one time we were sitting around and he's like, Hey, I have this uh, new upcoming artist. I want you to hear. He's, he's really dope. And I was like, Oh cool. Who is it? Right. And then he hits play on my video. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. I've like this, this, this song's been like so special to me for so long and, and everybody that's ever um, seen me perform it, family and friends. I know that they're super proud and super just as excited I, as I am to hear it. Um, out in the because like I, I like I said I'm struggling with being proud of myself but like this is something I can solidly say like I am very fucking proud of myself and it, it, I'm gonna be even more proud when I master like I mix and master it and I get it together and it sounds fucking just mm, yeah oh, I'm so excited for you me too anyway thank you guys so much I appreciate you coming on uh, any guy anything you guys want to say before I get you out of here nothing else to say bro i'll have you guys on again very soon keep in touch thank you we'll do much love all next saturday at 9 p.m there, there's the camera tune in next saturday at 9 p.m for lost boys cypher circle another therapy session let's go peace out guys. Let's go.